he died. And that should have been that. But with Boston, things tend to get complicated. His spirit was called by the goddess Ramakrishna. She took pity on him and gave him the power to possess the living so he could bring his killer and others to justice. Hey, I don't want to break, but I'm good. Welcome to episode 8 of Capes and Junk. I am your intrepid host, John Lucero. Joining me is my intrepid co-host, Michael Hughes. Michael Hughes, say hello to the people. What makes me intrepid? That is a great question. It's just a fun <laughs> thing to say, really. <laughs> you know? it's uh, um, Let's see, what makes me intrepid? Uh, what does intrepid mean is a good question. Uh, let's see for the I'm next gonna... two hours we will be discerning what makes us intrepid yes and this is uh, Google said what does it mean to be intrepid extremely brave and showing no fear <laughs> of dangerous situations a team of intrepid explorers synonymous, synonymous synonyms are brave and courageous we're pretty brave I think I've been nothing but pessimistic since we started talking this morning so we'll see, we'll see how this goes <laughs> yeah Okay. I'm getting over a cold, and I'm just determined that my voice is going to give out at some point during this. So that'll be fun. Yeah, and we uh, we recorded a very long bonus episode the night before we did this, um, and so my voice is already a little a little scratchy. <laughs> I feel like, uh, and as you as you've heard before, we do these in bulk, so this this will be an adventure. Um, one of us was talking about trying to do a third one today. Boy, that would have been dumb. <laughs> yep, that sure would have been silly, whoever suggested that. Some uh, intrepid person. <laughs> some intrepid asshole. Uh, <laughs> you know, I hope that's my superhero name today. It just comes up as intrepid ass. Intrepid asshole. All right, guys, we got to figure out who we are for this episode. I will go first this time. Okay? Let's see. Sure. Let's see how... Let's see what I get. <laughs> I am the agile thumbscrew? <laughs> so i i imagine i am like a, a thumb shaped a small thumb shaped man um that wears uh, his costume is a is like a screw you know so i like and um, some agile so I, I can do like a like a tornado mo- maneuver or some kind of like a very a very quick spinning like like attack kind of like a pokemon doing you know like uh yeah i kind of maybe there's like some I'm picturing like maybe like a Modoc ish looking guy uh, with, with in a in a screw costume. Uh, that is me, the actual thumb screw. Do you remember the old Duck Tracy Looney Tunes cartoon where Daffy Duck's doing like a Dick Tracy bit? Yeah, he's surrounded by all these really weird villains. That it seems like just this big thumb with a face seems like it should be one of those. <laughs> Or I look like the fucking the the thumb men from Spy Kids, whatever. Oh, they, yeah, there you yeah, go. The, the what were they called with the thumbs? I've actually never seen any of the Spy Kids stuff. Really? But I They're, know what you're talking about. That first one. That's been a long time since I've seen it. I feel like the first <laughs> one 
probably holds up in a really weird because it's it's very weird, you know. It's, I mean, uh, they're superheroes, so we could uh, we could make that work if we were so inclined. Yeah, yeah we could definitely. You know, I've also always um, imagined because in that movie, uh, he microwaves like a little like capsule and turns into a Big Mac uh, meal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I've always like kind of wanted that thing to be uh, like a quarter pounder personally, but just still the idea that you just throw it in the microwave and you have a full. It's also in, like in bag, like a, it's in the bag and the box also, which is silly. Oh wow! Yeah. It's like yeah. that Back to the Future too, where they they rehydrate the pizza. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, what actually, the hell, yeah, science? I, yeah, I, re- I rewatched that movie recently. All I rewatched all three of them recently, and that's the only sec- way to watch them. That second one's not good. I'm gonna say it's, it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they they're yeah. both chasing that high of the first one, and neither yeah, the first one, one first one's damn good. I think the third one's still. I think the third one's pretty fun, and the second one is pretty lame. I think, and uh, but we're not here to talk about that. First of all, <laughs> Michael, who are you? I am the Scarlet Genie. Why is Scarlet spelled with two T's? <laughs> the, <laughs> the the extra T stands for the. Uh, uh, Damn, I'm fucking firing on all cylinders this morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Scarlet Genie, that's just Jafar from the end of Aladdin. Yeah, you're just Jafar from the end of Aladdin. <laughs> yeah, okay. with a with a cape. <laughs> and, uh, that's pretty, That's all right. Uh, do you get big, or are you just like a normal sized guy that looks like that? I'm. Yeah, you'd have to get big. I mean. Yeah, I guess you're right. Got to grow. The extra T stands for talent. Like Gus T.T. <laughs> showbiz. T.T. Barnum. <laughs> so that's what, your, that's what your character's name was, was T.T. Barnum. Is this, that, uh, is this that sick content you guys are all here yeah, for? This is, that's what they all come here for. Michael, what is, Michael, we're doing a character spotlight. <laughs> it's, it's October when you're listening to this. It's horror season. Well, who are we talking about? We're talking about the dead man. Boston Brand. Ooh. He's actually not a scary guy. He's a, he's a hero character. Maybe, <laughs> maybe maybe anti-hero, I guess at times. I don't know. He's you know, he's a in in he's, life he you know. Yeah, he's kind of in it for the wrong reasons, but uh he does good. Yeah. Um yeah, Michael uh, CS in Deadman, I am a, solely just aware of him as existing as a character. I don't think I I don't know so, if I've ever seen him in anything. He's another one of those characters, like, I know him from an episode of Justice League, and he's just one of those characters that I saw that one time and became weirdly fixated on, you know, as is my brand, yeah, my Boston it, brand. It, <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to us enough, you'll know that a lot of our character spotlights are characters Michael saw once and really <laughs> liked. So, and which works because that's the whole point is we're supposed to learn about some characters, some, like, lesser known characters. Um. Dead Man is, he's probably a little higher up on the totem pole in terms of recognition yeah. than some of the other ones. Uh, he's maybe not, he's not a side Blue Beetle, but I would say, but you know, he's probably, he's still, he's not that obscure, but I don't, I didn't know much about him. Uh, I was excited yeah. to do this. Well, we'll get into his, his more recent appearances later, but I was surprised to see that he's in one of the main Donna DC arcs that's going on right now, that Night Terrors. He's like one of the head characters in it. Yeah, I saw that. And Night Terrors is Night Terrors was like a, a two issue arc they did over the summer, um, to in between uh, the Dawn stuff. So, which was kind of a weird spot to put it in. Yeah, uh, I'll save it for October. 
Yeah, I don't, yeah, it was it's strange. Also, because I, I think at that point they would have had would have completed the, the most of the runs by then. So instead of like cutting them, instead of like pausing them for two months in between. So yeah, very strange. Very strange choice. Very strange. Yeah. Uh, Michael. So I so who is the dead man? The dead man. All right, I can do this. I mean, we've done this a whole bunch of times. Why am I fucking nervous about it? <laughs> so Boston Brand was uh, Boston was one of those like circus guys that was up on the the ropes, up in the up in the the, the tall part, where he's swinging back and forth. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he was an, he was an acrobat. Yeah, he had, sure. he had yeah. white face paint and he had that that red outfit that we know and. Jeez. Uh... <sighs> Look at this yahoo over here flubbing it up. You think it's the first time you ever read a wiki article before? Michael, you're okay? Boston brand at your service. Let me give you the uh, details oh, of my, oh my, my secret uh, origin a little faster than this Poindexter here would. Yeah? Alright. Oh, yeah. oh, excuse, excuse me, Mr. Brand, please. Yeah, by, by all means. You have you start interrupting me? Okay, shit. My bad, my bad, my bad. You got places to be. I can't stay here with you, idiots. Alright. Any childhood can run around, run away, and join the circus, but I was the best. Up on that trapeze, I was like an artist. I was incredible. I was awe-inspiring. I was death-defying. Or so I thought, anyway. One night, some mook with a gun who called himself the Hook put a bullet through my ticket in front of the big audience. Apparently, it was some part of an initiation ritual so he could join a group of other weirdo assassins. Thanks a lot, pal. Of course, I didn't know any of this all the time. Fortunately, that was the end for old Broston. Ramakushna, the goddess of balance and karma, took pity on my sorry ass and gave me the power to possess the living to bring my killer to justice. Let me tell you, kid, seeing the man who killed you dead at your feet, there ain't no satisfaction in that. So I decided to stick around in this ghostly form. Figured maybe I can help some more chumps that can't help themselves. Anyway, there you go. A day in the afterlife of Boston brand. See you around, pal. Uh, goodbye, Mr. Brand. Thank you for... He went by dead man. What? What just happened? Uh, well, you know, mm, you can just listen back after this. It'd be easier. It'd be easier to explain. Okay. Uh, it, anyway, please go, 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 go ahead, Michael. Uh, why are my notes all the way at the bottom? Did, did we finish? Did I miss something? Uh, we we're gonna do it. We're gonna read. Mm, uh. So Boston Brand is a he became the dead man, um, and he came out in 1967, right, Michael? Yeah, it looks like Strange Adventures number 205, October 1967. Younger than Blue Beetle. Yes, uh, as most are. Uh, what is what, what ability we got here? We got we got flight, invisibility, intangibility, um, possession. It's an interesting one. Oh, uh, I love that. Yeah. I wish I could do that. That would be cool if that happened. <laughs> and, uh, expertise in acrobatics, unarmed combat, and occultism. I like the way you put it in the bonus episode last night that he's just Danny Phantom. He is just Danny Phantom. <laughs> so, so, or Danny Phantom is just dead man without the without the really dark is the really dark murder part of his uh, background. Um, oh yeah, he was like shot through the heart while he's doing a, yeah. a circus act. Yep, cue that song. That song playing right now. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that. That's that's a little. It's uh, uh, yeah. He's a uh, he's cool. So I um, 
as I, I thought, like, do I read some uh, Dead Man to get to get to get ready for this? You know, oh, so yeah. he so he had he so he has there was a lot of choices. Um, there was a arc, I think, Life After Death. There were a couple like like one shot stories that were really high, like highly recommended. Um, there was that one, and I do not remember the name of the other one. Uh. But they were really, they were both, they're, they're both highly recommended. And then there's also the more recent one, which was the New 52 uh, take on him, which was kind of a redo, rework of his origin story. And that's the one I'm going to, that's the, what I went with, was his New 52 origin. Uh, right. So it was about, it was about uh, five issues. And it was, it was put in the um, anthology series DC Universe Presents, which I think was what New 52 did off the bat to introduce all the new char- character origins. New, 50- new 52, for those not aware, was a big, big old reboot of all of DC's continuity and, t- and timelines. That was... Again. again. Yeah, again. Uh, <laughs> that was a bit hit or miss, I would say, uh, at its best. But it, early on, it had some really good stuff. And I have to say the Dead Man arc uh, might is probably my second favorite thing we've read uh, that I had not read before because I, I did lo- I do love Jeff John's Green, Lan- Green Lantern stuff as as listeners mm-hmm. might, would know, but out of the new things that I've read, this is probably number two after Swamp Thing. I really enjoyed this. Uh, it uh, it follows him. So the the possession it really like the possession ability is kind of his big thing, uh, right, Michael? Like it's like his, right, like, yeah. So and it's it's really his only thing. <laughs> Yeah, he's a he does he's a ghost. He can possess people, more or less. Uh, and he and Ramakrishna is also is he's still working for her, and he and he is possessing people and trying to you know help them through t- uh, difficult po- t- times in their lives. Uh, one of them is like he has to, he's helping a man on death row and um, who's innocent, and everyone around him knows he's innocent, but he no. And he tries, and Boston tries all he can to, to to find a way to get him out of this predicament, and he fails. And the man, and the man dies. He dies on death row. He's like given. He gets the needle and dies while while Boston is there with him, basically uh, possessing him. Uh, so and this all leads to him like, and he and all these people he possesses are like, they're like basically, they they stay with him in in a way like he's they're always like a part of him, and he's trying to figure out why. Basically, the whole crux of this is he's trying to figure out the why of of his his right. existence and what he's doing, and that leads to a lot of ex, ex, existential questions about um, the nature of existence, nature of fate, the nature of predestination, the um, and how we as humans deal with uh, uh, struggle and trauma and uh, and awful things that happen that are unexplainable you know that you can't there's no reason behind things that happen to us they just do you know and it's just how do yeah. we how do we deal with that and it's in in tackling all that in a five episode in a five uh issue arc it w- with a really satisfying c- conclusion it's just awesome it's just really awesome it's uh sounds cool yeah i could not recommend it enough um and it's fun too it's still fun you know boston is a He's he's a wise cracking asshole still, you know. He's a. It's my favorite kind of hero. Yeah, he's he's um, he, his inner monologues are always really good. Uh, there's a lot of occult, there's a lot of um supernatural and occult aspects of the DC universe involved. 
yeah, it's really, really good. Could not recommend it enough if you like um if you're like if you're like some supernatural stuff that's also not, you know, scary. It's just it's mm-hmm. just like the it's the flavor of everything is supernatural. That's it. That's exactly the kind of supernatural that I like. Yeah, I th- I, I definitely would recommend it, Michael. If you give it, if you uh, have have the time, it, it's uh, again, yeah. it's, it's super. Sh- it's short. It's five issues. You know, so yeah, that's pretty breezy. I will yeah. have to add that to my list on this DC, whatever Infinite, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, he, he's involved in. I mean, he's been involved in a lot of stuff. I mean, he's in he's in Blackest Night, which we have, which we haven't read yet. Michael hasn't mm-hmm. read yet. Uh, which I, <laughs> I should say, yeah, I saw a little bit out on the wiki how basically his corpse is calling to him to come and protect it because there, there's something coming. Yep, uh, and that that leads to some really inter just a really because he's he's like he's a ghost in his own corpse is what he is, you know. So mm-hmm. that leads to some interesting stuff in a zombie themed storyline, <laughs> I should say. Uh, yeah, he uh, you said Night Terrors, which I have not read. Night of his red. Which I, um... I started this morning with the intent of at least reading that first issue, and it's like there's a little thing at the start with Doctor Destiny, like a few pages, and then it's immediately Dead Man kind of monologuing about stuff. Interesting. So he's he's right in the the head of it. Yeah. So I I think by the time you hear this, we'll probably have done an episode on Donna DC. Uh, so I will say that. He uh, there's a lot of night terror build in um, I want to say in the Green Lantern run especially nice. it definitely kind of comes up a lot uh, as does uh, the build toward uh, uh, there's also like a tease for the Wonder Wonder Woman run in there as well uh, but yeah night terrors gets built up quite a bit and uh, it's yeah maybe maybe we'll maybe we'll cover that in some form or fashion. Um, nice. as it's, yeah. it's, as it's, as only, it's pretty, it's super short. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so he's, he's part of Justice League Dark, which is something that I want to cover eventually. I've never watched, Michael, you watched the movie, right? Uh, yeah, I watched the, well, I'd watched yeah. it before, but I watched it again just this morning because, uh, I knew Dead Man was in. I've been watching clips to find the, uh, the soundbite for this episode. And, uh, then I happened to I had to buy it because it's not on Max at the moment, and I looked at the cover and Swamp Thing was on there, who we just talked about in the last episode. So I'm like, well, shit, I really need to watch this so I can have both of those characters to, uh, you know, talk about a little bit. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. He uh, does his shtick where he just possesses people. There's a they're in a um a hospital, in a nurse walks in she turns around to run to alert someone because she sees all these people stand in this patient's room and he's like possesses her he's like hey i'll uh i'll keep the looky lose away or something and then there's <laughs> a, a really cool fight scene later in the hospital where they're running away from this basically a shit elemental a shit <laughs> elemental yeah i think uh there's a dogma has the excremental it's basically that but he's Possessing people to either help combat it or to get them out of the way. It's it's pretty cool to see him work, and then he kind of has the the killing blow on the the big bad at the end of the movie. So he has quite a big part in it. Huh? Is it? Is it a? What would you rate it on a scale of negative five to five? <laughs> <laughs> um, it takes a while to get going. That last 
action scene, like that clip I sent you of Swamp Thing fighting Destiny is pretty sweet. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I would say if it was just on that last scene, it'd probably be a three, but it's uh, uh probably one. Ooh, okay. okay. Yeah, like the it takes a while to get going. You got some Santana stuff in there, which I always like her mm-hmm. and Constantine's in it. But there's a lot of weird demonic imagery and a couple of red herrings, and it's just like, uh, I just, I'm just, I just want to see the action. Okay, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check it out because I want to oh, yeah, watch. Definitely, it. <laughs> I do yeah. recommend checking it out. Don't, don't yeah. listen to my taste. Oh yeah, I'm, de- I'm definitely gonna because I know uh, that just that stuff in general, we have very different tastes when it comes to supernatural yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. I like, I like a pretty broad spectrum of supernatural things. Uh, so plus it's part of that 16 movie run that all shares the same canon. So it, it's worth checking out for that alone. Yeah, those are those are cool. I need to see all of those. Uh, yep, me too. Those, I need to own all of those. Yeah, that's a well. You can for the low low price of like three hundred bucks or something like that. It's like <laughs> well, that that thing yeah. that collection was weird because it was stuff that was way outside of that those six. It, it was all of DC's animated movies. Um, oh, there you go. At that point, it's like thirty movies in there, uh, which is you know I think for the price, it's more than fair. But still, that's still like yeah, a lot, you know, all at once, obviously, for movies especially physical movies in this day and age. Like, I'm sure we've talked about it, but for those who don't know, uh, Flashpoint Paradox to, I think it's just League Dark Apocalypse War. There's like a 16 movie run. They all share the same canon. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, Apocalypse War is the last one. Yeah, um, and that's, that movie's super good. Holy crap. Yeah, I've not seen, I've only seen like a handful of all of them. Uh, so I, I do intend on watching, watching them. Uh, and I think we'll definitely be covering at least some of them, if not all of them, on here Absolutely. as well. We got uh, all the time in the world. Oh, here's a fun fact: uh, we mentioned we mentioned uh, Vertigo, DC's Vertigo, which is now Black Label, uh, in uh, the previous episode, but where they kind of deal with their more like more mature uh, themed comics, and where they kind of like it's a it's a way to uh, highlight the, these that the content of this is a little different than their standard comic. Uh, and in 2006, they swapped Vertigo swapped Jonah Hex for Dead Man for a bit. Hmm. So yeah, so D- Jonah Hex left the Vertigo label, um, and uh, Dead Man came over for some more. That's uh, weird that they have a set number of chairs. Like you can just yeah. add one more book to it. Yeah, it's interesting. I have to, I have to look more into that. But uh, so huh. weird, weird side tangent since you brought up Jonah Hex. Uh, I finished reading Dial H for Hero, and I saw that they show up somewhere in Young Justice, so I started that yesterday. And there's a character named Ginny Hex. It's like his daughter that's part of it. I didn't even know that it was a character. Ginny Hex. I mean, it's a, I mean, Young Justice. Young, I feel like Young Justice just invents kid characters eventually. <laughs> yeah, but right. I'm, I'm probably wrong, <laughs> but it just feels like uh, how how they, they all, that they all they, every superhero has a kid basically. But yeah, and uh, she she's basically just like teenage Elsa Bloodstone. I tried Young Justice and I just could not get into it the first time I tried it. I don't um, I don't know. How do you feel about it? I did not make it far because we were my wife was <laughs> shoe shopping, so I was just sitting there reading a little bit while she was trying uh-huh. on shoes. But uh, I I do want to get at least to where Dial H for Hero shows up. Okay. Oh, Dial H for Hero is the name of the character. Oh, it's the name of the book. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, I was like, oh, that's a. That's classic comics is making the most convol- <laughs> convoluted name possible. Yeah, that would be dumb. Yeah, so uh, 
That's, that's kind of dead, man. He was created by uh, Ar- Arnold Drake and Carmine Infantino, who, uh, I want to say Carmine worked on, he was some of, uh, some Swamp Thing also. So, I mean, one second. Did he work on Swamp Thing? He created Black Canary. Oh, no, it's not. Yeah, he did create Black Canary. I was, I was thinking of a uh, human target. He, that's what he worked with. He worked with um, Len Wein, the creator of Swamp Thing, and they they created the second human target character, Christopher Chance. Human uh, target. Yeah. He's a guy that, like, replaces. He's, like, he takes the spot of people who are, like, going to be assassinated. <laughs> uh, and okay. then, like, to save them. So he, like, yeah, it's a... It's a Interesting. Yeah, it's a unique character. It's very. Um, you got anything else, Michael? Uh, he's in. Like I said earlier, he's in that Justice League episode. Uh, I think it's Dead Reckoning, where it's kind of all about him. And then he's in a Batman Brave and the Bold episode called Dawn of the Dead Man, which is where the clip at the start of this episode came from. It's uh, it's pretty good. That show is. So campy, but it, it it makes it better, I think. And uh, like, I, I've never watched. Oh, Brave and the Bold. I never watched Brave and the Bold. It's fine. Like I know there's I, one episode where all the heroes and villains all have their own themed cars, and it's like a big a car chase. The whole episode, it's mm-hmm. wild. Uh, let's see. He uh, Guillermo del Toro is, and wants to make a Dead Man movie. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which could be, yeah. I, I think that could be interesting. Uh, I think it's the saddest thing about his wiki page is all these talks about making a show or a movie that failed. Yeah, it, I, it happened at least three times. I think he's, I think he's definitely a character that could succeed in a, in a show or maybe like I don't know, I, I don't know about his own movie per se, but I think a show would do actually. You could do like some um, really like a like a procedural, like a cop procedural, basically in some ways yeah. where he, you know, in different if people every helping different people every episode. You know, so maybe like a big arc in the background going on. I'd be happy with just more Justice League Dark that he's a part of. Yeah, I again, I want to get I want to get more into Justice League Dark because I just feel like I would really like it. Um, and he's in Injustice 2 versus very small cameo and with Raiden, who is a DLC character in Justice League, right? He's not he's not an initial yeah. character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it gotta be. Yeah. Because Raiden, uh, if you beat his uh, tower um and or whatever they're called in Justice 2 I don't remember um they uh you, you get endings in fighting games and his ending uh is him be, he Raiden founds Justice League Dark which is uh silly Neat. uh yeah so I don't know that I've done any of those ladders I beat the story mode and that was pretty much it yeah uh and in, in fighting games ladders are always like characters get individual endings they're usually goofy and right a little more like over the top and ridiculous uh they kind of just do whatever uh yeah uh he's also he also appears in the prequel comic for injustice the first injustice um he fights he fights mr m i don't uh, know that character uh, mr mixed oh, oh, mixy yeah, yeah mixy he fights mixy <laughs> how many times is that character gonna come up in this in this show that's Probably. twice now yeah that's twice uh, if you haven't listened to our free episode day about My Adventures of Superman, I highly recommend going to listen to that. Oh, watch the show and then go listen to that. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, so that show's damn good. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, I think that's it for Dead Man, Michael. You, any, unless you have anything else you wanted to mention about him. 
No, I don't think so. Yeah, this is a short and sweet episode. One of our, which is kind of nice after all the long ones we've been doing lately. Yeah, like he's been around since '67, but there's still not a whole lot that to talk about. I mean, granted, we haven't read a whole bunch of his stuff, but I don't know. He's not as ingrained in everything as some of the characters we mentioned before. Yeah, like his his history. There's not a lot of interesting like, um author history pub- publication history you know uh right. so like there's not a lot of weird like tangents for that he's just kind of a side character that hasn't really got a, got a chance to shine for the most part you know uh i think and I, th- I do think i think it's a character similar to blue beetle with a lot of potential you know that just needs the right the right and i think he's gotten he's gotten some good comics at least you know so that's that he's got some very good yeah. comic arcs, uh but uh, other media you know i think he's just Waiting for he, the right opportunity. He needs a game. He need. I love possession in games. Like we both love Mario Odyssey, and that mechanic mm-hmm. is part of why I like it so much. So yeah, just give me a give me a Dead Man game where I can go around and possess people to solve puzzles. You know, like Geist, everyone's favorite. Everyone loves Geist. Yes, <laughs> just they remake. Talking about it. Yeah, just remake Geist is what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Geist too. Yeah. <laughs> this time it's Geistier. <laughs> uh, so that is that is uh, our Dead Man episode. Please, if you have not listened to our previous stuff, we just put out a, a Swamp Thing episode for uh, the month of October as well. You know, it's scary times. Ooh, Ooh uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's uh, Michael approved spooky stuff. Yeah, Swamp Thing is incredible. Please read if you have not read Swamp Thing, Alan Moore Swamp Thing. I cannot recommend it enough. If it's uh, if it's in any form, any way interesting to you, give it a chance. Uh, or if you don't want to read it, go back and listen to our episode. I'm yeah, I'm let's sure just... it's great. Yes, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> I'm sure you love it already. I'm, listen to it again. That's what I. That's what, you know, listen to it again because <laughs> I'm sure you already have. Uh, if you like us, you. You can listen to us talking about games on game on our game clubs. Uh, we've got the quarry coming up soon. If it hasn't already been released, and when you when you're hearing this, uh, that'll be a first time playthrough for yeah. for myself, Vanessa, and Jason. And uh, if you want more spooky stuff, the last one was on Ghost Trick that I was on. Yes, which was a fun episode too. Mine and Vanessa's first time playing that as well. Um, one of Michael's favorite games. Uh, so good. Yeah, you can he, possess things in that. Yeah, J- Michael loves possessing things. If you haven't <laughs> noticed, <laughs> it's uh, uh, someday he might even be possessed. Who could? Who could it's, ever? Who could, who could say? It's nine tenths of the law. Yeah, it's <laughs> just, oh, the my God. silence. Oh Love it. man, well, feed on that. that sh- I wish that was the last thing that was said. That the- <laughs> just cut uh, it right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we got multimedia failure, which has been on a bit of a hi- hiatus. Um, Again, you know, it's just it. It's just been a weird. It's been a weird year here, games and junk. But that's okay. We're I, still. I choose to believe you guys just can't muster the energy to watch these bad movies. <laughs> uh, it's it. It's not because they're you know it's not that much time. It really does feel longer than they actually are though. It's it's a weird it's a weird <laughs> it's a weird experience. But you know, it's more uh, personal stuff coming up for people. You know. It's, yeah. It's been uh, yeah, dif- difficult to get stuff scheduled. But that show, it, it's not dead. I'll say that it's not a dead show. Yeah, so you can go to and you can go to gamesandjunk.net itself and see reviews and links to all of these podcasts I've mentioned. And yeah, it's uh so until oh, what are we doing next time, Michael? Uh, 
we talked about this before we recorded so that yeah. I would remember we what it was. New, it's uh it's a new, brand new segment actually we're we're introducing. Oh yeah. <laughs> we Thanks for the reminder. Yeah. We are starting a new thing called Panels to Channels. It's the arc reaction format, but it is on cartoons and movies and whatever the hell we feel like. So we're taking a look at the Superman animated series episodes World's Finest. Which is uh excellent choice by Michael, by the way. Uh, World's so Finest. We should read we need to read some World's Finest also. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's that I way feel... we can compare them for the show. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably read some World's Finest for sure. Uh, and then after that, we have a we have a very special. We have a, a lot planned for November, so please <laughs> please look out. There'll be plenty, and also December. The next couple months are gonna be pretty jam packed with our with our stuff. So I hope you like it because it's gonna be a lot of it. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're excited. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, until next time, have a great day, everyone. Later. Bye bye. stand here and twiddle or are we gonna get down to business nice entrance i was in the circus <laughs>